Yes, that line falls on the right face. All right, not bad. Not that Mackie. Not Back in time. All right, the voice is kind of getting there. We're we're getting there. We're working through it here on a Thursday morning, 2.03. Mick Monagle here with you on the fan. Our brief little three-hour appointment. I hope you're all well. I'm going to be positive today. Fliegelman's wearing the Knicks t-shirt. Basketball started, right? That's ultimately all that matters. Who cares? They both lost games they should have won. Who cares, right? Who cares the Knicks come out of the game and and start and can't hit a basket from two feet away? It's not that big a deal. Who cares that they can't hit foul shots? That's not going to stick with me all all morning long, no. I'm going to let it go, and I'm going to focus on some of the positives, but let's get into this game as the basketball season starts much like every single one. I hate to be cliched, and I hate to be – I heard Keith saying it. I've been I've done opens just on how bad the New York sports scene is. But, of course, on opening day of the basketball season, or opening night, should I say, uh, of course you're going to get two heartbreaking losses. Of course you're going to get a game where the Knicks absolutely to start were just awful, and Kristaps Porzingis is just unstoppable. He hits every single shot. He's what he had four blocks tonight. How many? I, I he got how many blocks tonight? Four blocks early in the game. He's pretty much keeping them out of the paint. He's hitting three pointers. They were chanting "F Porzingis" from the 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 crowd. He's hitting game winning three pointers. Kristaps Porzingis comes in and just in that Celtic green with that new vamp lineup of a team that went to the game seven of the conference finals last year. And a Boston Celtics team that's been good here for the last handful of years. You know how great Tatum is. And now they get Holiday and Porzingis to add to the new lineup. And they come and make their debut in the Garden against the New York Knicks. And it's a game they absolutely should have won. It's a game the Knicks absolutely should have won if they could have shot the ball a little bit. It's a weird game. Overall, it's just a weird game. They're terrible from, you know, their field goal percentage in the game is 37%. They're 53% from the foul line, 14 for 26. I mean, just right there, hit another five foul shots, you win the game. But they're 43% from three. They shut the lights out from, from down behind the arc. It was just a weird game. Brunson and Randall were awful, especially to start this game. They had moments, I suppose, but they weren't very good. Quickly looked great. And that's really, like, the takeaway from it, I'm going to try and be positive. Let's try and be positive, right? Because we've done enough negative. And we're going to get to our two football teams later in the day. We're going to get to our baseball teams. All negative, negative, negative for the most part. Although if the Jets win this game, they'll be 4-3 and and ready to go take on the world. But let's just be a little positive with the Knicks, at least. Excuse me, I'm working through it. Um, Because if you look at this game, you do not expect... Randall and Brunson to be this bad. I mean, Randall's five for 22. Brunson's six for 21. 
they were about as bad as you can be. We saw a couple of flops. I thought Brent, uh, Brunson did come down on a, on a foot there, and it shouldn't have been a flop. But like ultimately, they were awful. The Knicks early on in this game were awful. Couldn't hit a shot. They didn't take a three-pointer. I think the first 12 shots they put up were from within inside the arc, which is unusual for them. But if you look at the game, if you if you want to take on this Celtic team, where was Tatum terrific? I don't know. He scored 34 points. Porzingis in his first game scoring 30 as a Boston Celtic. The most ever for a Boston Celtic debut, which is amazing to hear, considering all the great players they have. Holiday, you know, reminds Doc of uh, Maurice Cheeks. We heard that about four times, how much he reminds Doc of Maurice Cheeks. But, like, they played relatively well. They didn't play their best game. It's going to take some time for the Celtics to figure out who they are with this new lineup. But Porzingis played great. Tatum had 34 points. Holiday made big plays and, and early on was playing, you know, Randall well defensively. Going ISO on Randall. Going ISO Randall on Holiday made no sense. We saw it two or three times early in this game. Like, they played relatively well. The Knicks were awful to start. Their two-star players gave you absolutely nothing. And the game was in the balance, and they had every opportunity to win this game. I'm going to take it as somewhat of a positive that, you know what? It's a weird game. It's the first game of the year. No shots were falling early on. Their two best players did absolutely nothing in this game. They shot 37% from the field. They shot 53% from the line, 14 for 26 including Randall one for five from the line. And yet, up late in the game, big three-pointers from uh, Grimes, big three-pointers from Hart. Randall was getting to the basket. Uh, excuse me, um, R.J. Barrett was getting to the basket and quickly came out first time off the bench and was instant access, uh, instant offense. Looked like he was ready to you know make a statement, quite honestly. He came out of the gate looking to shoot looking to make plays, uh, and quickly, obviously, with the the um, not coming to a contract with the Knicks, who's going to be a restricted free agent at the end of the year, was looking to really make a, a point in this game, and hopefully that's the kind of motivated, talented, quickly we get all year long. And you know what Josh Hart brings? You know what the – if, if you know, Randall actually shot – what um, R.J. Barrett actually shot well from behind the line, too, I think. Randall, three from eight. He looked like he uh, – excuse me, I'm sorry. R.J. Barrett, two for five from behind the three-point line. Like, I thought he looked better shooting the basketball. He was getting to the line, getting to the basket. And I just felt like, overall, it wasn't a great game. It's a weird game to start the season. Shots aren't falling early, and the two best players are absolutely just no-shows for whatever reason. And that's not something you expect on a night. At least, I mean, Brunson had a bad night. That's that's It happens. Randall had an off night. It's the first game of the year. Not a big deal. So despite all that, playing against a team everybody thinks is still, even with uh, you know, even with the moves the, the Bucks have made, a lot of people still will tell you that the, the Celtics are the best team in the East. They went against the best team in the East. Porzingis had a good night, a great night for his first ever as a Celtic. Tatum still scored 34 points. They hit absolutely no shots, couldn't hit three, anything from the foul line, and still were right in this game. Like for me... I'm going to take that as somewhat a positive. It sucks to have the game end down uh, down the stretch the way it did, to finally come back all the way back, take the lead, have a five-point lead at one point, feel like you had, uh, you know, especially after the four-point play from Grimes, you felt like you had this game in hand, and all you had to do was not blow it, and that's exactly what happens at the end, and Porzingis is the one who does it to you again. 
Porzingis absolutely just, it's, you know, you know what he's capable of. Like, we knew, you know what he's capable of. I mean, yeah, he's bounced around a little bit. Yeah, he's been unable to stay healthy. But when Porzingis is playing, and the element he now brings to the Celtics, his size, I mean, that three-pointer is guarded pretty well by Randall. He's just too freaking tall, and he, you know, he, he lets go of the ball too high in the air, and he's too damn good. And the four blocks early on were really, you could, you could make the case that he was impacting those shots early on to start the game where they were either intimidated to go to the basket, weren't comfortable around the basket. I mean, he impacted this game in every way you could. Defensively, offensively, you know, getting forearms to the face. Like, there was just, he was all over the place involved in every play. He played 38 minutes in this game. And he looks like he could bring a dynamic to the Celtics, and that's exactly why they went out and got him. So having said all of that, to have Porzingis play the way he played, Tatum score 34, feel like the Celtics, although it was their first night together with this new group, played relatively well in the Garden, and the Knicks played and shot the ball particularly awful to be right in it. You know what? I don't care. I'm going to try and take the positive out of it. It could have been worse. They didn't shoot. Everything went against them, and yet still the game in the balance. They got to be better from the free throw line. You know, Randall can't be this, you know, I mean, we talk about it. We know what the Knicks need to do. If Randall's going to play this way, you know, the Knicks don't win. You expect better from Brunson, but Randall was kind of all over the place again. The shot didn't look good. Early on, his isos were unsuccessful. He's not making plays, a little bit careless with the basketball. Like, if that's the way Randall plays, the Knicks aren't going to win. This is going to be, we, we know what Brunson is. We know what the, the surrounding parts are. You know the depth of this team, even though the bench might, even though the actual rotation might only go nine deep, you feel pretty good about that nine. It's one of the better one through nines in the NBA. We know that. But if Randall isn't the kind of guy who's the, you know, all NBA type player having, you know, his kind of night shooting the basketball a lot better than five for 22 and one for five from the free throw line. If he's not better than that, the Knicks aren't going to beat anyone. Certainly not anyone the caliber of the Boston Celtics. So this season is going to go a lot through Julius Randle because you know what Brunson is. You know Brunson in night out, night in, night out. Tonight was an off night for him, first game of the year. Uh, I'll cut him some slack. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't. But you know what he's going to give you. You know the type of play he's going to bring. For the most part, R.J. Barrett's going to get to the basket. He'll have nights where he shoots better than others, but he's going to get to the basket. Quickly, he's going to be the guy off the bench, instant access, give a lot of energy, hit those uh, those floaters, which he had a great floater off the back of the off the backboard. Like he's going to hit those shots. He's going to give you some energy. He's going to hit the three point shot. You know Hart's going to go in there. He's going to fight for rebounds. He's going to hit the open three. He's going to make plays. Hardenstein's going to come in. He's going to take charges. He's going to get under the basket. He's going to get under the skin. And they talked about it on the broadcast. He's like the uh, the guy who gets under the skin of the other team, who's always fighting for loose balls, who's making you elbow him in the face to get, get him off you. Like, he's that kind of guy. Robinson, you know, you wish he was a little bit better from the free throw line but and had no touch around the rim all night long. I mean, how many tip backs and putbacks were missed both by him and Randall? You're going to learn what DiVincenzo is for this team. He didn't have a, uh, obviously didn't have a great night. 0 for um, 4 from the field for DiVincenzo. 0 for, th- 0 for 3 from three-point land. He's just getting his feet wet as a Nick. You kind of have an idea what kind of player he is. So really, I mean, you know what this team is other than Randall. 
because, you know, Randall, I mean, you know what he is when he's good. It's just inconsistent, and will you get it in the big games? And last night for the first opening, for the first game of the year, opening night, you didn't get a good Julius Randle. You didn't get a good um, Brunson. And you overall got a Nick team that couldn't hit water off of the, uh, you know, off of the dock. Just It was just one of those nights. And yet still, they fought hard. They battled. Quickly was there, saving grace, where he was able to get 24 points off the bench playing 28 minutes, 7 for 11 from the field, 5 for 7 from 3. He brought them back into the game. They fought, they battled, they clawed, and at the end they made a couple of mistakes, and the, the Celtics just beat them, and Porzingis was the, the man tonight in his return to the Garden in a Boston Celtic uniform. But ultimately, you move on. You move on. I thought it was a weird game that when you don't play that well and you're still right there with the Celtics on opening night, you know, obviously three months from now, I'm not, I'm not as willing to just turn the other cheek to a bad performance. But but tonight, I'm going to be positive because I'm tired of being negative, quite honestly. And I know that the, um, the Brooklyn Nets had a game where they were pretty much winning the entire game. And, of course, you know, Spider Mitchell had to come in and steal their hearts at the end of the game with a, you know, they played sloppy basketball too, let's be honest. They had a, a terrible shot blocked. Then they had a late steal. They tied the game for Mitchell, and then they give up the three-pointer. There's some contact there, but he hits the three to beat them. But, uh, Cam Thomas was unbelievable with 36 points. So they have a heartbreaking loss where they played well early on, got out of the gate slow, down big, uh, down big early, come back, take the lead, felt good about the game for you know pretty much the entire second half, and then feel like it got one got away on opening night. But that's what we do here in New York. That's what we do. We lose. It's very unfortunate. It's starting to get to me. It's it's actually killing my voice. Eight seven seven. Three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's talk a little hoops. Maybe I want to know, Nick fans, how frustrated are you with last night? It's opening night. Basketball's back. They're playing the Boston Celtics. That's a tough game to win, even at home. You'd like to get it, no doubt, especially considering how you know the schedule kind of is tough, and you hit the road for a few games in a row here. Uh, and it can be a uh, you know a challenging start to the season. You don't want to fall behind. It would have been a game you would have liked to have win. You had every opportunity to win it. You're leading late in the game momentum on your side and and you blow it but at the same time you didn't play that well and yet you battled and gritted it out and we're right there at, if you're going to just hit some foul shots which is frustrating there's always you know that's the best shot in basketball and whenever you're as poor whenever you're shooting 53% from the free throw line you miss that many shots you miss 12 free throws in an NBA basketball game especially against the team the quality of the Boston Celtics you're not going to win that game like it's just that's it's just that plain and simple you are going to have a very tough time beating the Boston Celtics, missing 12 free throws. I mean, you could break the game just that. I could have come on here and said, Knicks missed 12 free throws, 877-337-6666. That's the game. That's the game. Porzingis' play, their inability to hit shots early on, especially from even up close against the basket, and their inability to hit free throws are why they lost this game. But despite all that, and despite their two best players being no-shows, they had guys step up, Quickly, R.J. Barrett, namely, Hardenstein, different guys like that. The depth of this team, which is their biggest strength, arguably, step up and take the Boston Celtics right down to the wire. So for tonight, I'm go- this morning, should I say, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to feel good about it. I'm going to just say, hey, one down, 81 to go. 
And ultimately, I think those two guys will play better. And if they do, they could win this game. And if they hit their freaking free throws, they could too. All right, I'm going to break because I feel like my voice is getting worse as I go along here. It's getting more high-pitched and harder to understand. I've said some of the things I've said three or four times already. So we're going to go. We're going to take your phone calls and let you carry the show. Is that all right? 877-337-6666. I'm in the newsroom. I'm talking to people. I feel good. I feel much better than I have the last two days. I'm like, all right, the voice is better. I got a big cup of tea. I brought in this hot cup specifically because the tea gets cold very quickly. So I brought in this metal tin cup, you know, a thermos. That's the word for it, thermos. And I filled it to the top, and I thought, well, I have so much water, I got to put two tea bags in there because one tea bag, I'll barely taste the tea. I can't even drink it. It's so heavy tea flavored. I'm not a big tea guy. I've ruined this enormous cup of tea. But I'm not going to let the Knicks ruin my night. That's right. It's Thursday. We got Thursday night football. Jets and Giants are coming up. Dable says they are not trading Saquon Barkley no matter what. Daniel Jones probably isn't playing. Oh, and by the way, a little bit of Yankee news coming out. Is it just typical Yankee hogwash, or is there something behind it? 